What's going on you guys and welcome back to another video. If you're new here, my name is Brandon. Here with me is my dad, Mark. Today we're gonna to be going over two stocks to buy right now. This is gonna be a fun dynamic for the first time we get to really show two different sides, uh, two different different sides to the story. Yeah. I'm gonna be going with more of an aggressive, not super aggressive, but more of a growth uh, techie play. Mark has another option for us today. So. If you enjoyed, let's dive straight on into the video. Give this a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, and we're gonna have, uh, my dad, you start off with that first pick for today. Well, my first pick of the day is Costco. C-O-S-T is the ticker. Costco's trading at about $332 US as of uh, as of today. Now, one of the things I like most about Costco, it is, it is huge. It is, in fact, the world's third largest retailer behind only Amazon and Walmart are the only two larger than that. Costco has about 800 stores with plans to grow that to about a thousand in the near future. Interestingly for us Canadians, about 13% of Costco's locations are right here in Canada and 73% are in the US with the rest of them in various locations throughout the world actually, they're quite a global reach. One of the things I like most about Costco is they have actually a streamlined product supply. They have a roughly 3,700 items that they have in stock at any given time. Now, when you compare that to Target with 75,000, mm -hmm. or you compare it to Walmart with 140,000 different items at any given time, very I like the the, yeah, the efficiency, the reduced complexity. I mean, they have food, beer, wine, electronics, home goods. Uh, you know, anybody who is a Costco, Shopper will know that when you go in, it's kind of like a scavenger hunt and you're gonna find what you need. You're also gonna find a, a few surprises. Now, recently Costco has had a, a bit of a pullback. The one year number isn't too bad, just shy of 18% for a one year return. But in the last three months, it's down over 14%. Now this is really what caught my attention when I, you know, I, I own Costco now, but I, I thought, hmm, what's this pullback all mm -hmm. about? I'm gonna show you a chart here, which is a little bit technical in nature, but it's one of the, or these are actually two of the indicators that I watch together to see when might be a good time to, to enter and buy a company. On the chart here, the blue line represents the RSI, which is the Relative Strength Index, and you'll see that it's trading at a level of about 25, just over 25. Now on this indicator, typically once that has dipped below mm -hmm. 30, barring any other major logical reasons, that can indicate a buying opportunity. It's, it looks like it's oversold by using that tech, uh, that indicator. Totally. Now when you marry that with the, the, the what's called the MACD, the Moving Average Convergence Divergence Indicator, and you see the MACD has fallen, the black line is below the red line. I'll be watching very carefully and when that black line turns, that's very good. If you have a low RSI and you see that MACD change direction, that's a sign that it's um, typically, if you look back over history, that's a sign that it may be time to pick up some extra shares. The company has a relatively strong growth rate. I mean, it's not crazy like some of the growth stocks today, but their 15 year growth rate is I've been pretty steady in about the 6% range. I really like that. Now, one of the other things I like so much about Costco is it is in the times like we're going through now, like it's a pandemic time. It doesn't matter really what uh, sort of economic conditions we're experiencing. They're safe, they're reliable, very predictable income stream. Right now, we should probably be bumping up the defensive companies that we have in our, in our portfolio a little bit more. So I like, I like uh, Costco for that reason. Another very strong advantage of Costco is they have fee power. Now, typically every five years or so, they increase the fees that you pay on an annual basis. And based on their previous schedule, I would expect that next year in 2022, they'll be doing that again. They have about an 88% retention rate. So even when they raise fees, people still continue yeah, to, to be- I do. <laughs> I do, I do as well. Yeah. 
Now, they have about 107 million members currently. They've experienced middle single-digit growth rate despite the fees being raised. The people just renew year after year after year. 2020 net income was about $4 billion overall. You'll notice on this chart here, this, this slide, three and a half billion of that came from their fees, right? That's just amazing that the bulk of their, of their revenue, sorry, not the bulk of the revenue, the bulk of their income mm -hmm. comes from these fees. A metric that is really important if you're watching retailers, large box retailers or anyone for that matter, is what's called revenue per square foot. Now Costco comes in at around $1,400 per square foot. So for every foot that they have in all of their big box retail stores, they're earning $1,400. Now let's compare that to a major competitor, Walmart. Walmart comes in at just under $485 per square foot. So when you look at the efficiencies we talked about earlier, Costco is about a three times higher number in that regard. Costco isn't perfect. You know, let's look at some of the reasons that you might, you know, some cons, I guess let's call them. So one of the major cons Costco has is that they are pretty much restricted to large cities. Uh, Walmart is across every size of city practically from probably 10,000 and up. They have a much, a much larger footprint in those types of uh, towns, mm -hmm. cities, etc. Smaller areas. Smaller areas, yeah. So you're not going to see uh, Costco's in those. So that's a disadvantage, I would say. Another thing to look at is the price earnings ratio where we are today. Now, Costco is trading with a PE of about 34 times. This is above their average five year of, of 26 times. Now, that's something that you always wanna watch. Now, I will point out though, that this is normal for Costco. When you look at their major competitors, Target, you look at Walmart, Costco does trade typically at a a higher price earnings ratio with the exception of a few small periods. So that's something to consider that they are trading higher than their own five-year average, but in the big scheme of things, they're in their sort of their normal range. They do pay a low dividend. I'm not a big fan of the dividend, which currently is less than, than 1%. We like to invest in companies that pay a higher dividend and increase that income stream. They do have a healthy payout ratio, as you might expect, of about 28%. So anything below 30 or actually in that range is gonna be just fine. So you can really rely on that dividend going forward. The other thing that Costco has done over the years as well is they tend to pay these special dividends. So even though you're not getting money all the time when they do have a, you know cash built up, they will uh, pull the trigger on special dividends as well. Also note about 10% of their cash flow operations goes back to, to share buybacks that adds value to the consumer, to the shareholder as well. So try and summarize, um, Costco is a great, great defensive company. I think in the times that we're in right now, very good to have in your portfolio. It's reliable through all kinds of market conditions. I do own Costco currently. And if this pulls back any further, I'll probably be adding to my position. Moving along into my pick for the video, I'm gonna be going with the stock Facebook, ticker FB. I believe I've talked about them once on the channel before, but this stock trades for $264 USD. There is no dividend, but this has clearly been a great performer over the years. In terms of the performance, it has outpaced the S&P. It's been growing at a compounded rate of about 35% over the past seven to eight years. So no doubt a strong performer. Morningstar today actually has them valued at about a 23% discount, and there could be some more growth in store for this company. Now, I actually don't own Facebook stock personally, I'll actually tell you why at the end of this video. I don't plan to buy it, but after looking at the numbers in this segment, I think it'll be very hard to argue against this company from a business perspective. When we talk about Facebook, we're obviously not just talking about the one app and platform. Facebook as a company includes the Instagram platform. It includes WhatsApp, Messenger, 
Oculus, which is a taste into the virtual reality side of things, and that's just to name a few. Some of the reasons why I personally really like Facebook stock is starting with their balance sheet. This is one of the most unique companies with an amazing balance sheet. In terms of cash, we've seen that grown in the recent year to $61 billion. On top of that cash pile, what's even more important in my opinion is the fact that this company carries virtually no debt. It's so unique actually. You'll note here just the blank space on the balance sheet. Actually, if we take a look at the total liabilities, not even just current debt, but total liabilities, the company has currently twice as much cash alone to cover its liabilities. And why that's so, why that's so important is, is of course, it's not even gonna help you just outlive the downturns and get through the tough times with a company like Facebook, which is which needs to be in a space of innovation and constantly evolving, it gives them that ample cash. It gives them an ample dry powder to go out and reinvest in the business. And there's a lot of new exciting areas in the store with Facebook, one of them being a big virtual reality project that I know a lot of people are excited for. In my opinion, Facebook's already done the hard job of building up the audience and gathering that clientele base or customer base between Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. This is one of North America's most popular social platforms. Just to take a look at some up-to-date numbers, daily active users on Facebook, 1.8 billion with a B. Monthly active users, you see that number as high as 1.8 billion. And again, with that cash on hand, it's just like, what's that next project? What's that next step to monetize some of these users? WhatsApp's one of the uh, programs or apps that I find myself using a lot and there's not really any monetization yet. There's just so many possibilities there. In terms of the price that you'd be looking today, I think you're paying a very fair price for the amount of growth that you're getting. You'll see that Facebook is currently trading at 25 times earnings. That's the PE ratio of 25.5. Over on the right side of the chart, you just see how well the company's growing overall. This is a company that is loved by the hedge funds. If you take a look at the up-to-date numbers of the super investors, I guess we could call it, the Warren Buffetts and Ray Dalios of the world, Facebook is actually one of the most owned stocks in terms of, well, it's the most owned stock over on the left side of this chart. And in percentage wise, it's the third top. In the fourth quarter alone, our most recent report, Facebook was actually the third most added stock out of the top 10. Personally for me, as I mentioned, Facebook is not a stock that I own or plan to own, despite how strong these numbers are. This is more or less just a personal opinion in terms of ethics and uh, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Zuckerberg to begin with. That's just, again, a personal opinion. I myself, I'm kind of phasing off as much as I can from these social media platforms. Mm. And, you know, maybe the younger generation, they're still on it every single day. But as I get older and older, I feel the need to be on those platforms is slowly whittling back. So it's just not a company that I support. That said, the numbers are hard to argue with. From a business perspective, this company is clearly one of the top ones out there. We see why it's loved by the hedge funds. And today trading for $264, it has come down a little bit. Facebook's a hard company to argue with. But those right there are our two picks for today's video. Yeah, I'm curious, which one do you prefer? Sort of like, who wins this battle? Brandon's got the, you know, the, the more growth-oriented company. I've got the defensive company. Where we are right now in the economic cycle, which would you pick? You can leave your comments down below and, and place your vote. Looking forward to hearing for that, yeah. <laughs> I think we're at the end of the video here, but I just want to take a quick moment. I just recently, you know, was with Brandon for my very first appearance here, and the um, the comments, the feedback was overwhelming, and, yeah. and I'm so happy. I mean, obviously, doing my first video like this, I was curious as to what the feedback would be, and our goal here is to, to expand the level of education and knowledge that we can share out there. So thank you all very much. 
uh, I will be going through, or I have gone through mostly, but I will be paying very close attention to what your suggestions are. There have been some phenomenal ideas for you know how I can add to the channel. So um, if you have more ideas you haven't already seen, go ahead and leave those comments as well. But I will be going through and the, the videos that I'll be putting out sort of as a one-off over the next while will be fed from your comments. Super cool yeah. from you guys. Yeah. There weren't too many haters out there. No, no, not many. Not many. Not too many haters at the end of the day. But hey, I just, the ones who said like, I should just take over and get rid of you. Though, I, I, I can't, I deleted those no, comments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, uh, yeah. we really appreciate the, all the feedback so guys. That, that's awesome. But if you enjoyed today's video, give us a big thumbs up because that really does help support the channel. If you're not subscribed, if you're new, this is your first time watching, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We post videos like this every single week. And we're going to pick up the pace. Oh, we're picking up the word. <laughs> Pedal to the metal. No. All, to the metal. Like, I'm thinking yeah. all all gears, all balls to the wall. Balls to the wall. <laughs> I think pedal to the metal is correct. Pedal to the metal, <laughs> balls to the wall. Yeah. We're gonna be blessing out some videos, so make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell for notifications. And as always, we do have our investing academy. If you feel you need training courses for a beginner here, click that first link down in the description below. We're working with Canadians every single day, taking them through that entire process. But as always, we thank you for watching our video. Hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you in the next video.